the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. Thursday edition. Good to be with you here. John Hall, Kathy Emmons in the studio. We're going to give um, relationship advice today. (laughs) We're not going to give relationship advice today. No, we're not going to do that. I mean, you know. We, I mean, we, were like, talk, we talked about it. I'd like to hear about it. Um, I have something that I want to share right off the top. What do you got? I have in my possession the first thing I made in my new kitchen. Uh, oh, something to eat? Hey, Kathy I Emmons, them. you unveil a large bag of cookies. Yes, I unveil. Okay. Oh, Chrissy's already got yeah, them. Yeah, I, I unveiled the mochaccino for you, John. Mm, yeah, fabulous. I'm sorry, I'm oh, giving you that's, one that's crumbled. Don't. No apologies necessary. Now, please, okay. Christy, imbibe. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. They're very soft. Mm. These very, are amazing. Very chocolatey. So good. Oh my gosh. Mm. Hey, that's very nice. Congratulations on the new kitchen. Thank you. Mmm. Mmm. Isn't that a nice? deep type of chocolate mochaccino mm-hmm. i love it just mochaccino because mocha is the chocolate Mo- of part. course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow yeah when's so, the last time you made cookies christmas oh when you had a kitchen mm-hmm. and here is june 2 mm-hmm. now you're back up and running again mm-hmm. how much weight do you think you'll gain it's a very good question i mean worth asking john well you've been away from the kitchen yeah. for a while so you've been eating salads you know yeah in the in the bathtub. So things That's are like a Seinfeld like, episode. Like we need to clarify something. Things are I looking up. I never <laughs> I wasn't eating salads in the bathtub. Kind of. No, that nev- not nothing like that happened. I was never eating salads in the bathtub. I was eating salads, and then we're doing our dishes in the bathtub. That right. is not the same as eating salad in the bathtub. My guess is all those months, you may have had like a spoonful left over, ate it, and then did the dishes. So it was. Like very close to the bathtub. Do you think? Just saying. Never did I eat salad in the bathtub. No, it's the thought of it is really terrible. Anyway, congratulations on your new kitchen. Thank you. Uh, It's not done yet. I understand you've got a little. You've got some mechanical problems already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The The oven. My top oven. uh, It's a double oven. What's a top oven? What's that mean? You know, it's like a double oven. No, I don't know. It says two ovens. It says one skinny one on top. Oh, okay. Yeah, regular sure. sized one on the bottom. Right, you right. lose your that pot drawer that mm-hmm. is in a lot yeah. of stoves, but you get two ovens. Yeah. And the top one doesn't work. What happened? Oh well, I had it for two weeks, so I don't think I did anything to it. It never worked. Mm-mm. You tried it one time and were like, mm-hmm. "Doesn't work." It says it's get. It says it's getting hotter, but it's not. It might be two hundred degrees in there. So it's a thermostat problem. Or yeah, listen, I'm glad for the diagnosis. I'm, I mean, you want to come fix it? Here's me. Oh yeah, when clearly. We're done, it's when a, we're yeah. done here at Word FM, John's going to work at the appliance repair shop right. and relationship advice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Plus, you had that job at Kmart when you were 16. Yeah, where you I were got selling that. appliances. Sure. So I'm sure you learned a lot. I can bring it in. You know, yeah. Well, at least I can talk you through it. <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> okay. Anyway, busy news day. Yes. The world continues to turn. So, Kath, as you give the news, I'll continue to eat the chocolate mochaccinos. Not chocolate, because uh, it's just mochaccino. Like I said that. <laughs> I'm calling them chocolate mochaccino. Because <laughs> if you say it once, it deserves to be said twice. All right. Without further ado. <laughs> Here's the top four at four. Oh, my God. Good night, people. It's Thursday, June 2nd, John. Mm-hmm. You with me? I'm here. <laughs> oh, gosh. See, now am I supposed to read serious news now? Got it. All right. Cool. Number one. So uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine says Russia now controls one-fifth of the country. With fighting raging from Kharkiv in the north to the city of Mykolaiv in the south, he said, quote, if you look at the entire front line, and it is, of course, not straight, this line is more than a 1,000 kilometers. He told the Parliament of Luxembourg in a virtual speech today, just imagine, he said, constant fighting, which stretched along the front line for more than a 1,000 kilometers. Number two. Disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti, science, science? No, sentenced today to four years in prison for cheating client Stormy Daniels, mm. the uh, actor who catapulted him to fame. Really? Remember that story? <laughs> Unfortunately, California yes. lawyer. He's currently incarcerated. Um, he learned his fate in a Manhattan federal court. <sighs> And the sentence will mean that Avenatti will spend another two and a half years in prison. On top of the two and a half years, he's already serving after another fraud conviction. I think that was for trying to defraud Nike, Mm. as I recall. Wasn't that long ago he was running for president? Well, remember he was the media darling. Right. I mean, he was on every news show you could imagine. CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. He was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now he's making license plates. Yeah. Um, At trial earlier this year, he represented himself. Which probably wasn't good. Uh, Cross-examining his former client, Stormy Daniels, for hours about their experiences in 2018 when she signed a book deal that provided an $800,000 payout. Um, Now, remember, his law practice was totally failing, completely failing, even as he was appearing on all these cable news networks. In the appearances, of course, the reason he was on those is that he was attacking then-President Donald Trump as he represented Stormy Daniels. Um, But then it all came out and it was hugely disastrous he is serving as i see here that sentence for trying to extort nike um he was convicted of threatening to ruin the shoemaker's reputation if if they did not pay him 25 million dollars oh and he is as i think of it now still with the potential of serving more jail time for some stuff he was doing in california something about cheating clients or potential clients or something mm-hmm. it's a good guy that's like the pinnacle of american greed Isn't and it? stupidity all mixed together <laughs> surely it is every actor in that story it's like an opera it really mm-hmm. is number three the buckos oh number three fabulous for crying out loud they swept the dodgers Bring for the it. first time in 22 years last night i was watching it john was watching Heck it yeah. we kept texting back and forth who is this team I loved and what it. has happened it was so great it sure was young and fast Lovely. Lead story on MLB.com nice. today about the Pirates. Brian Reynolds. Yes. Home run and threw somebody out at the plate. Exactly. Holy and son. that homer he hit was Crushing. like completely gone. He threw out a runner at the plate in an absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. move. Also chased a young Chris Stratton, escaped stressful situations. Rodolfo Castro drove in four runs off the bench. He wasn't even going to play. 
I love it. Just really, really terrific. Go read the article in MLB.com today, and it'll make you feel a heck of a lot better yeah. about the future of the Pirates. Without a doubt. If you're really sitting on the fence and going, I'm not going because exciting. of the nutting team, go because these guys are fun to watch. That's all. And number four, a weird animal story to close like out mm-hmm. today. Uh, loggerhead, or not to close out today, but to close out this portion of today. A loggerhead turtle whose left fin was destroyed in a shark attack is rehabbing at Zoo Miami's new sea turtle hospital, where veterinarians were able to save more than one. 100 of her eggs she was yes after she was rescued um she went to the hospital may 22nd after she it she was found at the port st lucie power plant um and that is your top four at four but i will give you just a couple more details really one yes one fin she's 50 years old Mm -hmm. she's 388 pounds Mm -hmm. which is actually more than i weighed when i was pregnant believe me it's well she had 100 babies she (laughs) so shut up john there is that she also had scars on the shell that indicated that she had previously been hit by a boat and attacked by a different shark at another point in her life. That's a life. So she was stabilized by the hospital staff. Um, she was put in a, re- a recovery tank. She got fluids, vitamins, and food that included squid and crabs. And then on Memorial Day, moved to a sand-filled pen given calcium and oxytocin to stimulate her labor, and by Tuesday morning had deposited over 100 eggs. Really? Then she had a seven-hour surgery um, by the chief veterinarian, and her wound was cleaned and treated, and she ended up having more eggs, and now there is a potential, potential for her to live a normal life. It's not uncommon for sea turtles to lose limbs to sharks or boat strikes, and many adjust and lead productive lives. Fabulous. Her, na- her name is Baymax. Baymax? She'll be closely monitored for several weeks until right, she's good. healthy enough to return to the wild. Thank you to AP for that story. Nice. I look forward to the movie of the week, right? <laughs> yes. My mama got hit by a boat and lived to tell the story. I mean, <laughs> it's what the produced, It's produced by that um, little turtle and all of her siblings. <laughs> Very good. That's a good story. That's Thank a weird you. animal story. Mm. Okay, we're taking a break. Where will you find under one roof in just a week or so? Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, Ryan Shazier, Craig Wolf- Wolfley. At a pirate game. Nope. Maybe. Nope. The Maybe. The 10th anniversary of Man Up. We're going to talk in just a little bit about that. Stay with us. The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk here on Word FM. WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. Always new music from Chris Tomlin. New creation from Matt Powell. And I've Got Joy from Cece Winans. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Stock market have you nervous? With geopolitical conflict and inflation concerns, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you don't have to. Learn to trade with artificial intelligence. Text the word money to 813813 and discover how to predict stock market trends up to three days ahead with incredible accuracy. Whether you trade stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text the word money to 813813 to get what you need to stay ahead of the markets and find big moves before they happen. Don't wait. 
text the word money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology that offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition of purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word money to 813-813. Join the Pirates on Saturday, June 4th for Faith Night, presented by He Gets Us. Gather your youth groups, church, friends, and family to watch the Pirates take on the Arizona Diamondbacks at 4.05 p.m. Then stay after the game to hear from Pirates players and coaches as they share how faith has impacted their lives and careers. Plus, receive a special message and short performance from Pittsburgh's own singer-songwriter, Chris Jameson. To get your tickets for Faith Night, visit Pirates.com faith. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. Are you, laugh, are you laughing about the cookies? I like them, but the yeah. music. I feel like I'm hit. That's the first time. We've had a lot of laughs here, but no one's ever laughed at the music. Yeah, exactly. It's the first of many times. Yeah, like coffee hour. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Glover's with us. <laughs> Ten years, man up. And Ed is the, really the driver of all this. It's good to see you in person. It is. It's great to see the two yeah, of you. Yeah, I'm like, gosh, welcome back. Yeah. Hey, folks, they look real good, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. They really do. We feel fine. You know? Right. You can watch the show if you want on YouTube right now. Oh, there we Streaming are. Streaming at the right Word there. Pittsburgh, yeah. There's Ed right there. There you go, Ed. Mm-hmm. All right. Ed, welcome. Hey, it's good to be here. Okay. Seriously. So we're talking about our longevity, your longevity as well, your ministry, and then the Man Up ministry as well. I can't believe it's been 10 years since this started. Yeah, it's amazing. And that th- blows my mind. In 36 years I've been here, in 27 years with Urban Impact. Wow. Yeah. Long, lot, lot of stuff. Holy cow. We're all getting older. Oh, uh, yes. My father-in-law used to always say getting old isn't for sissy. Yes, I know. My mother-in-law used to say that, too. After 50, all the warranties are off. You know, like that. That's <laughs> true. All those things are in. Right? It's real. They really are. So when you started Man Up, mm-hmm. tell us what the vision was. Yeah, really, it was uh, Tony. Okay, let me say. This year's 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to have Tony Dungy and Tomlin in the same room, That's right? Cool. In the same place? Yeah. yeah. Because the two of them yeah, really Bay. inspired me to do Man Up. Oh, did they? Yeah. And I tried to get the both of them together. But each time I would do that, Mike could only do it the week we do it now. We've always done it for 10 years. And that time, Tony always took his family on vacation uh, and wouldn't, he manned up, he wouldn't compromise. Yeah. But he said, I will go, I will come this year. I'm, I'm amazed. That's so I'm, amazing. I'm so excited. Now, yeah. they, were, they were together at Tampa Bay. Yes. Tomlin worked for him. And, and Tony, of course, one mentored, of, him. One of, mentored him and one of the great Steelers. Yeah. Not, not, not even on the field as much as his leadership on the team. Yeah. And he 
really has given leadership to Mike over the years. Yeah. Now the two of them, you know, iron sharpening iron, it's amazing. And think, you know, what what he established here with Steelers as far yeah. as Bible study and that sort of thing, yeah. which bled into the lives of Craig Wolfley and Tunch and, you know, bleeds into players now. That's right. It's a wonderful legacy the Steelers it have. It is. And uh, now we're doing Man Up for 10 years. It's I, I just got a great lineup. It's great to have the t- TNT, Tony and Tomlin, right? Yes. And then we got guys like, you know, Ryan Shazier and Alex mm. Highsmith and and we got uh, Tyson Alou, Alou and we got Brian Loritz. You know, Brian Loritz is yeah. one of the best communicators in the country. And I he's follow him. really good. So yeah. he'll be here. But it's it's wonderful. We get to impact men, right? Help them to love God, love their wives, love their kids, and impact the fatherless. Fabulous. Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, John. No, you're good. You go right. <laughs> but uh, you're a fan. But yeah, I am. But when you were talking about your original vision being, you wanted you know Tomlin yeah. and Tony to be in the same place. How did what did what about them inspired you to start this particular thing? I was at a conference and Dungey was speaking, and he said, "I really want to impact urban kids." Of course, I do urban impact, right? And Seriously, it's like a voice in my head said, work with him. So I thought, you know, that's the Lord. And I said, the Lord, I don't know him. You know, I know of him, but I don't know him. Two months later, his people called my office, called me, and said that he and his wife wrote a book for children, and they wanted to come to Pittsburgh, and they wanted to read it to urban kids. And they said, Ed, we know you're the – so they hooked us up. I hooked him up. His wife and I – his wife and, and him came into town – I met him, I hooked him up, and then afterwards I said, how would you like to impact men and impact kids in the city of Pittsburgh? He said, Ed, I'm really busy, but with you, I, I, I'm open to doing that. So what happened was I started calling his people back and forth, and then we just played a lot of phone tag, and I just had a, needed another thing to do, like a hole in the head. Sure. And I just kind of blew it off. And the Lord just really took me to the mat and said, Ed, I didn't ask you, I'm telling you to do this. Because he gave me a vision right then during that time to impact men and impact fatherless kids. Mm-hmm. And I just put it off, and he just said, if I don't do what I tell you to do, it, I'm taking you out into the woodshed. You know, And I've been out there before, and I didn't want to go there. And I knew that Mike Tomlin had a great relationship with Tony Dungy. So I went down and met with Mike, told Mike that I wanted to impact men and impact fatherless kids. He looked at me and said, I want to do that. I said, Mike, you're really busy. You're coaching. Tony's not coaching anymore. He said, you don't understand. I just buried a father I never knew two weeks ago. He said, I was one of those kids. I was a fatherless kid. If it wasn't for my uh, my grandfather and then my stepfather stepping into my life, I don't know where I would be today. So if you're asking me to impact men and impact fatherless kids, I'm all in. And that's when we started Urban Imp- uh, That's when we started Man Up. Wonderful. Yeah, it inspired me. So we don't want to presuppose any knowledge. People are thinking, well, you guys are talking about man up. Specifically, what is it for who? How does it work? Very good. It's going to be happening at, at uh, Saturday, June 11th at Victory Family Church from 730 to 330 on June 11th. That's a Saturday. Cranberry. In Cranberry. And what it's all about is impacting men, helping them to love God, love their wives, and love their kids, and impact the fatherless in their community as well as in the city of Pittsburgh. But you know, it does that. It's amazing the ministries that have started, the, the uh, men's ministries that have started. I am amazed. We're showing the 10-year anniversary. Tunch and I, Tunch was the MC. We're going to mm-hmm. honor people that are like Tunch Ilkin that day. It'll be a great day. But I'll say this to the two of you. And I'm on the radio, so I'm a little nervous about it. But it's serious. I never really understood. I mean, I knew those two messages were going on. That's why we were doing it. 
But now, in the last three or four years, I've realized it has a different message as well. That it's really encouraging men who really have lost their identity. I mean, they just kind of don't know where they're going, what they're supposed to do, you know, what's my purpose. Especially coming through COVID, a lot of people have lost that. And then just young men and young men mm-hmm. just trying to figure out who they are. And when they gather together in that room, over a th- almost close to a thousand men worshiping and hearing some of these 16, some of the best speakers in, t- in town and in the country, really encouraging them to fulfill their purpose in life and to, and to rejoice that you're a man, a man of God. Yeah. It is amazing what it's doing for, for the young men in, that come. Fabulous. They tell me, man, Pastor, this has been unbelievable for me. That I can I can thank God that I'm a man and I and I and I, and I know God. Right. It's I mean, amazing. we talk about this. We've been talking about this week. I mean, uh, over the last couple of weeks, you know, the school shootings and you know the supermarket shooting. Who is it? Angry guys who are disconnected from society, from each other. Certainly don't know the church. Uh, there is a, a, a sense of urgency here, Ed. It really is, and, and I'll say this: the thing that really impacted me when I started thinking about this. Listen to this. This is, these, now, these stats are always a little bit, you know, one way or the other. Sure. Listen to this. 90% of homeless and runaway children are fatherless. 70% of juveniles in state-operating institutions fatherless. Mm-hmm. And it goes on, because you were saying about angry. Listen to this one. Um, 71% of high school dropouts, 75% of adolescent patients in chemical abuse centers, 85% of youth in prison, 71% of teen pregnancies, 63% of youth suicides, 83% of, of people who uh, are struggling with other chemical abuses, all coming from fatherless homes. No doubt. And I'm going, wow, Wow! I had no idea uh, what the Lord was asking me to do until we really got into it. But it's really, it's one of the things that people just don't want to talk about. But I'll say Tony Dungy is a huge advocate for fatherless kids. Mm. And it's just great to have him to come and be part of it this year. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay, so I've been to Man Up. Yeah. It's always a great encouragement. I mean, the lineup of speakers is excellent. So what's it look like? I mean, you know, you think about a single guy right now uh, who's listening or a father and son. Who are you you know, going to invite and focus on? Tell us what that's all about. Yeah, I, I would really encourage, all, especially the ladies, try to get your husbands there. Because I, I'm telling you, the, the people that I meet in the city now, there are emails. What you've done for our marriage has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They went there, they got a hold of it, and they said, you know what? I am going to step up, and I am going to be the godly man I need to be in my household. And then kids come to me and say, whatever happened there changed my father's life. Mm-hmm. He was always disengaged. He was always busy, always working, never around. He comes to my baseball games. He comes to my plays. He's being he's he's present. There's a relationship, and then what happens to young men is that when they come and they meet all because we're there to encourage each other, right? And they built relationships. They they get to talk about you know. I, I a lot of people are saying to me today, I really don't know what a father really looks like. Hmm. Sure, I really don't know what that means. Yeah, if you haven't had a model, how do you, you know? how do you, how are you going to do it? And, and but a lot of these guys are like you and me, John. I mean, they they grew up with a father, and but it's still it's just it's. I think it's just an encouragement. Let me, I, I say to you out there, those of you that are listening, if you're a youth pastor, I would make sure every one of my young people, young men, are at that mm-hmm. event. Because right now in our society, I've talked more people off the ledge 
in the last two years mm. in my 36-year career. People are really struggling about who they are, what yeah. they're supposed to do, what their purpose is in life. And this conference is going to help these young men figure out who they are. I would encourage you to bring them. Fabulous. That's Ed Glover. We're talking about Man Up. Um, Ed has been working in the North Side for over 35 years. Um, we can talk about urban impact in a bit. John, you've been to Man Up. I have. Um, as, a great encouragement. Yeah. So from someone who's been, he's been talking about what it's like to plan it. Yeah. From someone who's been in the seats. What's interesting to me is when you look around and you think, there are so many guys who are just like me, right? I think, mm. oh, my, you know, my problems, my relationships, those troubles, they're unique just to me. Well, t- to be honest, it's, it's garden variety. It's every person and specifically every guy who struggles to connect, who struggles to have deeper meaning, who struggles to be in communion with other guys who know the Lord, all that. So it's an opportunity to plant some seeds here, build relationships, and to know your place in the kingdom, that you're not alone, that there is a place for you here. And men gathering together, as you said, of course, the powerful thing is iron sharpening iron. Because we're, Ed, we talk about this a lot. I mean, you know, the old days of Rotary, Eagles, the Moose, the Kiwanis Club, American Legion, they're still around, but it's tiny. Men are less apt to hang out with each other, connect with each other. We're at home watching Netflix or, you know, doing ridiculous, stupid things. To get men together to be honest and sincere, tell the truth to each other under one roof, and to have this lineup, guys that we know from the media, and they're up there telling the truth about themselves, that's a good thing. It is. People feel alone today. They, they, they are. When I'm out talking to men, they'll say to me, "Ed, I don't even know if I have a real friend. Mm. I really don't. I hang out with guys, but, but I don't. I don't know. They don't know me, and I don't know them. And it's all on me. I mean, they'll, they'll take responsibility for it. Mm. But guys, listen. It's so we we get it. Show up. You know, to, you know. Uh, Clint Hurley used to always say to me, you know, you know, you know what? Big part of it, just be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. Just be where your feet are. You know, when I was in the dugout, I'm in the dugout. When I was with my wife, I was with my wife. If right I, here. I'm trying to be where I'm supposed to be. Guys, all we're trying to do is get to get you together, help you to know that you're loved, you're cared for, and you can be everything that God wanted you to be. Outstanding. And you don't have to do it alone. The 11th of June, so it's not this Saturday. Yep. It's two Saturdays from for now. Yep. Talk about uh, contact information, tickets, and all that. Ed. Yeah. Right now, it's all it's a registration. It's www.manuppittsburgh. All one all one word. Is it Man, PGH or the word Pittsburgh? Uh, word Pittsburgh. Very okay. good. Manuppittsburgh.org. Manuppittsburgh.org. You go on there. Uh, you can sign up, register groups. Bring your small group with you, whatever you want. June 11th, 730 to 3 o'clock, Victory Family Church out in Cranberry. Outstanding. Thanks, Ed. I mean, really, congratulations on 10 years. Obviously, there's a need for it. You found something here, and you're changing guys' lives. So thank you for that. Thank you. Really good. Thank you for what you guys do. We're happy to do it. That's why you're getting a cookie. (laughs) Hey, everybody, I'm going to eat a cookie right now. Mm -hmm. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I promise. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred.
you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede, these are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1 800 391 Use the promo code WORD or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now, the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at mypillow.com. 1 800 391 Use the promo code WORD. Biting into a sandwich is good. Getting the perfect bite of KFC's juicy, hand-breaded, 100% white meat chicken filet with tangy mayo, thick-cut pickles, and a buttery brioche bun? That's finger-licking good. Order the KFC Chicken Sandwich in Classic or Spicy today. Prices and participation may vary. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Underground coal has been mined in Pennsylvania for more than 200 years. Over 1 million homes in Pennsylvania sit on top of abandoned mines. These mines can collapse, causing damage to your home. Most homeowners' policies do not cover damage caused by mine subsidence or water breakouts. Damage often exceeds $100,000. DEP makes protecting your home easy and affordable. Don't take any chances. Visit dep.pa.gov MSI or call 1-800-922-1678 today. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 51. A pleasant day for tomorrow with sunshine and patchy clouds. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies. A jacket may come in handy late with a low of 51. Mostly sunny and beautiful Saturday. A great day to be outside. We'll reach a high Saturday of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Okay, yesterday, the Rolling Stones, say what you will about the Rolling Stones. There's a lot to say about the Rolling Stones. There certainly is. They started the European tour, the 60th anniversary tour. 60th? Yeah. 60th anniversary tour. It opens at the uh, Madrid uh, Wanda Stadium, which is the home of the uh, Madrid Football Club. And 60 years. Mick Jagger is 78. 
Keith Richards also seventy eight. Um, Who's the guy who died? Their drummer died. Uh, Charlie Watts. Okay, he was eighty. Uh-huh. He was the elder spokesperson. But sixty years. Have you ever seen the Stones? Yes. Have you? Yeah. Where? Three Rivers. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever seen? No. I'm not a fan. I'm not. I oh. mean, I, 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 they, they get. I get. Of course. They have a thing for a sure. Massive appeal. I'm, I'm not a. I'm yeah. not a fan. But no, I've never seen them. Christy, what do you know about the Rolling Stones? Not much. Okay. You know who they are? I do know who they are. Okay. If they get to Pittsburgh, would you go see them? No. What? No way. Wait. <laughs> really? No. I Christy, wouldn't. would you? I mean, so, what if someone said, I got tickets. I got a pair of tickets. Want to go see the Stones? You would say if no. If someone gave me tickets to anything, I think I'd probably go. Christy, would you go? Mm, probably not. No, what the heck? What if I went? Would you go with me? I mean, if you had an extra ticket, you... yeah. Okay. It's like his, It's like rock it and is, roll royalty. It's right. It is. It's the Stones. I mean. Okay. If someone showed you a picture of Mick Jagger, would you know who he was? Uh, no. no. What? Keith Richards? Oh. No. Okay. Mm. Yeah, can you got that? Yeah, I got Do it. Do that. I mean, when you hear this, it's uniquely, it's so... It's not Christian music. It, listen, it's, it's, they have their own thing. Oh, they it's, do. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, for years, of course, they were the bad boys of rock and roll, and right. rightfully so. But it's, they're undeniable. Remember when they were here? Was it last summer? No. Uh, they started out a tour, I think, 2017, but it was canceled. Um, no, they were here during COVID. They were. Yeah, because remember, um, there's a picture of Mick Jagger at Oh, that's uh, right. He Phipps was walking around town. That's right. He was it at, was last year. He was at Phipps. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Terry Tim, our friend, was there because oh, he was sending right. me See, video Tim. updates. See, Terry Tim knows. Yeah. Anyway, the Stones. 78 years old. Who would have thought? I can't. Of all the people. I'm sorry. Of, this, I know this is like... But it's what we're all thinking. Of all the people that we didn't think would survive. Of course. I mean, all the people that have died in rock and roll. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I told you, I had a neighbor in college. Uh, He was my downstore neighbor, Jimmy. Jimmy always bragged that through his stereo speakers, the only sound that would be heard would be the stones. And then Jimmy would go to work. Oh, that's really limited. It was very limited. And then Jimmy would go to work and his wife would play Captain and Tennille. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like muddy the water there. Chris, do you know who Captain and Tennille are? No. Good. That's good. All right. Anyway, come see the Stones. We'll be right back. Who's coming up next year? Bill Glaze. Hey, Bill Glaze. He's talking about should, should you listen. Christians listen to secular music? All right, straight ahead. That's why I put that in there. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. Always new music from Chris Tomlin. New creation from Matt Powell. And I've got joy from Cece Wyman. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. So I found a new fear last week. I walked into my doctor's office and there was nobody at the front desk. Just one of those little silver bells that said, please ring. I crept my little finger up to it, trying to just barely touch it. But sure enough... It sounded like a giant air horn going off. It's Ryan. And the goal of this commercial is for our faith and family mortgage team to say, don't be scared to smash our bell. Maybe you're thinking of buying a new home, but you don't know what the exact details would look like. Maybe the value of your current home has skyrocketed the last few years. Most have. And so you'd like to see what it would look like to cash out some of that newfound equity to use for life. We chose Word FM specifically, and we're committed to super serving this station for the long haul. So ding that bell away. No question is too dumb. No pressure will you ever feel. 
We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. Whew, that's a lot. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Here's to Eden Christian Academy's Class of 2022 on being accepted at over 100 colleges and universities, on winning nearly $2.3 million in academic scholarships to your National Merit Scholars who joined the top 1% of the nation, the senior athletes who were signed to play collegiate sports, and for your accomplishments in the arts, mock trial, community service, and more. Congratulations. Go forth and let your light shine. Eden Christian Academy, pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. Wait, hold on. Wait. I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away. Bill Glaze with us, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Bill, welcome in. Hey, Bill, can you hear? We can't hear him. Are you there, Bill? Oh, wait, sorry, there I am. Hey, Bill, you there? Yes, sir. Oh, hey. Now, look. Did you hear Barry? Yeah, I did. I did. Hey, hey, can, can, can I share a, a, a quick story with you guys? Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I just want to say, Kathy, I, I generally agree with everything that you uh, that you say. Everything. Uh, I, yeah, I Bill. generally agree. Now, I was I was coming home uh, last month on the ride home. I was listening to John and Kathy. Mm-hmm. You guys were having a discussion about music, mm-hmm. and uh, Kathy said that she really didn't care for Neil Diamond, and I just oh, I almost my car almost went off the road. <laughs> Bill. Are you telling me that you you came on the show to defend Neil Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> with a with a Barry White intro too, Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet Caroline, no, I, get I, out of here! Come on, it's complete. I, 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 I said I was going to give you a hard time, Kathy. Whenever I came back on, and you uh, and and you did, my friend, and you smoke. did. All right, so that brings us to the question. Should Christians listen to secular music? I mean, is is our conversation about the Stones that we just had is that bad? We just played some Barry White. Is that bad? Is Neil Diamond bad? Well, uh, let, can, I, I'm going to start by giving you my personal testimony. Okay. And uh, my my personal testimony is that when I got saved, uh, you know, I I got hooked up with a very strong 
fundamental conservative Baptist church. And, uh, you know, now I came out of the 70s, right, with uh, mm-hmm. Barry White, the Stones, Bill Diamond, all, all of it, Marvin Gaye. And I had all those albums. I had every last one of them. And uh, uh, the church told me that, you know, it wasn't proper for me as a Christian to listen to secular music. So I got rid of all my albums. I got I gave them all away. Did I you mean, really? It, 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 was, it was quite a collection. And, uh, you know, as I began to grow in the Lord, and, and I, I saw that, you know, at the time that I think that that was the right thing for me to do, because I was connected to, you know, uh, drugs and, and everything else of, that was associated with the music. Uh, but as I, as I separated that and I, I grew in the process of sanctification, uh, you know, Lord began to speak to my heart to say that, you know, some of the music that I listened to, there was nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I began to, you know, uh, listen to some of the, the music that I, that I listened to at one point. But, yeah, at, at, at first I kind of gave it all away because that's what the church told me that I needed to do. Uh, but now, you know, I, I, I look at it, and, uh, you know, I don't see anything wrong with uh, listening to secular music. Now, there may be some pastors that will disagree with what I'm saying. Uh, but, you know, as, as in, in my process of working through this issue, you know, I, I came to the conclusion that for me, you know, that it's, it's something that I could do uh, as long as... Uh, it's not corrupted. You know, when you look at the Bible, uh, Satan, whose original name was Lucifer, and many believe that, you know, he was the, the choir director in heaven. Uh, you know, the Bible says that in him was music. And, and so and he was kind of associated with music. And so I believe that the music that he created uh, in his original state was, was music that was beautiful. It was music that glorified God. And I believe that when he fell, uh, not only did he corrupt, you know, uh, uh, try to corrupt people, but I believe he corrupted the music. And so I, I think that, you know, we have to be careful that uh, the music, the secular music that we listen to, that it hasn't been corrupted. And, and when I say corrupted, uh, I just want to say three things about that. You know, because I believe that uh, God's uh, gift to us is music. I mean, if you think about the power of music and how soothing and how healing music is, you know, and I'm talking about whether it's, you know, uh, uh, sacred or secular, there, there's a certain healing that comes about, you know, with, with music. You know, as you, as you were talking about Barry White, you know, and I can, I can get into my Barry White voice and say, hey, baby, I, I, I really love you. You know, so, uh, I mean, there, there, there's something that, that's therapeutic about all music. But, you know, we have to be careful that God's gift is not corrupted. And, and one of the ways that God's gift is corrupted is if the message is not positive. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, you know, when, when I think about uh, Bill Withers' song, Lovely Day. Oh, yeah. oh my that, gosh. That, that, yeah, that, that song is just so uplifting, and it's just so motivating. But then I think of another song by Stevie Wonder that I listen to all the time. And not that I, that I really, when I got saved and I listened to it, uh, it's a song entitled Higher Ground, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. actually it's talking about reincarnation. And I said, well, you know, you know there, there, there goes a song that, I mean, as, as much as I love that song, that the message in that song was not positive because it, it spoke of reincarnation. So, you know, we have to say that, you know, God's gift of music is corrupted if the message is not positive. God's gift of music is also 
corrupted if the lyrics are ungodly. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I, 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 I minister in a community where you know uh, people ride down the street with the music blasting, and you know, there's all type of vulgarities that 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 come out of it. Uh, there's all type of negative things regarding women, and you know, uh, I, I look at that. And, and that is the corruption of uh, of God's gift. And then I, I think that God's gift is corrupted if it promotes a sinful lifestyle. You know, if, if the song talks about uh, drunkenness or drugs or sex outside of marriage, you know, then, you know, those, those songs are not, you know, uh, glorifying to God. So, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I believe that there's nothing wrong with listening to secular music. I just think that, you know, you just have to make sure that the music that you're listening to hasn't been corrupted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I just, uh, you know, I, I, I love, uh, I used to sing to my granddaughter. She, she lived with us when we were growing up, and I would sing to her every night before she went to bed, mm-hmm. Forever in Blue Jeans by Neil Diamond. Stop it. So, no, uh, you're just making <laughs> stuff up. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. So I'm serious. he's a Neil fan. That's good. We right. bring you in with Bill yeah. Withers, and we're talking about Neil Diamond. Actually, we're talking yeah. to Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Bill, I remember um, when I was in high school, I was hearing a lot of the same message, well, probably junior high, hearing a lot of the same messages you were talking about um, as far as the dangers of secular music. You remember the whole backmasking thing? Right. You yeah. know, yep. if you listen to Hotel California, you know, you'll hear the whole Aleister Crowley story. And then if you listen to, you know, uh, Stairway to Heaven, you're going to hear, you know, your right. brain's going to hear things backwards. And right. I was terrified. And so I only would listen to Christian music all uh-huh. through high school and into college. Really? Yeah. And I remember going out for dinner, maybe 1987, with a youth group leader, 88, and uh, they brought up a song that they'd heard on the radio. And I said, oh, I, I only listen to Christian music. And these were both adult women. And they said, why? Mm. And I realized that I didn't really have an answer. Right. Because I assumed that because they were from my church and they were my youth group leaders, that of course they were on the same bandwagon I was, that we're only going to listen to Christian music and all secular music is bad. And with that question, I realized that we were not on the same page and it kind of caused me to reevaluate. And it's not that I gave up the Christian music I was listening to, but it did kind of make me realize I'd made a decision about something without really understanding the reason why. The reason why. Right, right. And, 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 you know, that's why, that, that's the same thing. But, you know, for me, it was a little, the only difference was, is that I came out of a lifestyle, and that music was all a part of that lifestyle. And I think for me, you know, God wanted me to make that clean break. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, he showed me that it was all right. There was The music was all right. You know, it was just, you know, where my heart was at the time. So, right. yeah, I, I mean, you know, you, you listen, I, you know, I listen to a, a lot of, uh, music, uh, my, my wife, she'll probably kill me for sharing this. But, oh, I can't wait. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we are children of the seventies. And so we'll put on some of uh, the slow music and, mm. and we just, and we'll just dance. You know, we, we'll, we'll dance to some of the, some of the music that we used to, uh, listen to. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's just, it just, I, I'll be honest with you. It, it, it sinks, it, it brings us closer together, yeah. you know, uh, and, and it's just such a blessing uh, to be able to do that. So I understand what you're saying, Kathy, that, you know, we, you know, it, it, there's really no explanation as to why we shouldn't do it again. I just, 
you know, I, I, I just go back to those three things, you know, it, yeah. it, it, that it, it, it can't be, you know, have a, a negative message and can't have ungodly lyrics and it can't promote yeah. a sinful lifestyle. You know, I think that, yeah. you know, those are things that we need to uh, be careful of. And that's the problem, Bill. I mean, when you listen to popular music today, oh it is gosh. extremely difficult some to navigate of, I'm through I'm telling that. you, some of the, my husband's a music teacher, uh, Bill, and so he spends a lot of time culling, you know, through popular music sure. because he wants to introduce different genres to students and all that sort of thing. There are some genres, especially pop music right now, there's like precious little he can even play. Right. Well, heck, I mean, tell the yeah. story. You took your kids to see Bruno Mars. <laughs> We took our kids, yeah, but we took our kids to see Bruno Mars because a couple years we, ago, I just huh? a couple years ago it was probably like seven okay. years ago, eight years ago. Anyway, um, because he's so epic, and right. the the concert was so great until all of a sudden, seriously, it became pornographic, like unbelievably wow. fast, unbelievably uh-huh. fast. And then you got a couple teenage girls, exactly, and then yeah. mom and dad are right. there, right? Exactly. So it's just, right. but that that's the thing. Like, if if parents are listening, Bill. Um, Talk about how to walk through something like that, because I got to be honest, it was a good experience for my kids to be there because we talked about it. We're like, this is what. So there are great artists. And I think Bruno Mars is one of them who you're on the earth with at the same time. And you can really appreciate and see you should see this person live. Like I wanted to see Eric Clapton again, except he canceled his show. Well, look at the Rolling Stones. I mean, 60 years they've been around. Right. Right. Yeah. Whoever. But. But there was a line that was crossed. Mm. So can you talk to parents about about how they wade through, especially contemporary music? Right. Well, I I think that, uh, you know, we have to be careful that we're not afraid of it, you know, and just say, well, no, I'm I'm not going to listen to that music. I think that, you know, if if your kids are listening to it, that you need to, I'm not saying that you need to make it a form of entertainment for you personally, but you need to know what they're listening to. Mm -hmm. And, and, And as you listen to it, you know, that, you, you know whether it's healthy or unhealthy, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of point out the pitfalls of some of the some of the things that are are being said, and and you know and especially too as a parent, you know I, I don't know that we want to uh, have our children following people that are living ungodly lifestyles, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I and I, I so I think it's important to talk about the lifestyle of the person. Now again, I'm not saying that the person should be a saint, you know. Uh, you know that that's 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 not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that if you know if they're out there into you know a, a riotous lifestyle with all type of wild uh, living, then I, you know I think again that's something we need to point out you know to our kids to say you know this this is that lifestyle and you know we need to be discerning uh, even about the the people that we listen to. So I, I think what you did, Kathy, even though you know you went there for a pleasant evening, by you being there. I think that it, it spoke to your kids to say that, you know, you were interested in what they were interested in. And, you know, you were able to see when it when it went south, you know, uh, how, how you were able to point out, you know, what, what, what went wrong. That's good. Pastor Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Should Christians listen to secular music? Pastor, always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. All right, and Kathy, we're going to get you on Neil Diamond. Get here out of here, soon. Bill. Stop it. <laughs> I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to 
simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I had sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code word. Now the offer is not going to last long. So order now with promo code word at mypillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word. Join the pirates on Saturday, June. June 4th for Faith Night, presented by He Gets Us. Gather your youth groups, church, friends, and family to watch the Pirates take on the Arizona Diamondbacks at 4.05 p.m. Then stay after the game to hear from Pirates players and coaches as they share how faith has impacted their lives and careers. Plus, receive a special message and short performance from Pittsburgh's own singer-songwriter, Chris Jameson. To get your tickets for Faith Night, visit Pirates.com slash faith. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. It does seem like the whole world's falling apart, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like one layer of bad news yep. after another. Yep. Okay, so what's today? Today's Thursday. Uh, both Tuesday and Wednesday evening, I sat and enjoyed myself a bowl of popcorn. You did two nights in a row. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, now when you say a bowl of popcorn, <laughs> now let, let me just clarify that you're talking two thirds of a, or a half a cup of popcorn that you made with four tablespoons of oil mm-hmm. in a solid pot on the stove. Mm-hmm. That I, I twist as it's making, yep. it's turning. And after that's done, mm-hmm. you added what to it? Butter. Did you? Mm-hmm. Salt? Oh, yeah. Okay, both. Yeah. Anything else? Sometimes Parmesan cheese. And you ate the whole thing yourself? Mm-hmm. I love that about you. Because mm-hmm. I love popcorn. That's great. Me too. However. Now, wait. Let me say that Sunday night, I did the same thing. Excellent. Did the same thing. We have the same popcorn pot. Mm-hmm. 
And before I met you, I was doing the microwave thing. Big mistake. And then, don't do I, it. you know, you told me, what is wrong with you? And Depends. I thought, I don't think anything is. And you were right. There was. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Well, the bad news is, as much as we love popcorn, because it's all these things pandemic, there will be a soon forthcoming popcorn shortage. What do you mean? Well, farmers are popcorn is temperamental and expensive to grow apparently farmers can make more money in soybeans and other growth crops and supply chain issues with popcorn boxes linings of bags oh, and all that on. they're saying not now but probably in time for the holiday <gasps> movie season popcorn could be sparse sparse, sparse. to come by sparse sparse it <laughs> scarce Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden going to give an evening speech on gun violence and urge Congress to take action. House follows deadly mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, Texas, and just yesterday in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Officials say the president will press Congress to pass new restrictions on guns to combat the epidemic of gun violence. Over the past few days, lawmakers from both parties have been negotiating small steps on gun limits. However, most Republicans oppose the gun safety measures that Democrats are proposing. Greg Clugston. Washington. The white man charged with carrying out a racist attack that killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket faces arraignment. 18-year-old Peyton Gendron is due in Erie County Court this afternoon. That's a day after a grand jury returned a 25-count indictment. This is SRN News. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65+, is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right? Call do 
I truly have never worked in a place that I've loved so much. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. The feeling is so warm and open when you walk in. They're very passionate about teaching, passionate about the school, and they love the children. Everybody's willing to step up and help one another. There's just so much love there and compassion for each other. And it's just a nice, warm place to be. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade. Now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.com. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road. But I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 51. A pleasant day for tomorrow with sunshine and patchy clouds. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies. A jacket may come in handy late with a low of 51. Mostly sunny and beautiful Saturday. A great day to be outside. We'll reach a high Saturday of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along the 5 o'clock hour. I saw something in today's PG. Now, I did know this. Uh, in the last couple of months, the FBI has uh, said that Pittsburgh has become a hotbed for extremist groups, both left and right. Now, a, this is news today. A German-based nonprofit is hoping to intervene uh, in these scenarios before they escalate into tragedy. The Violence Prevention Network convened in downtown yesterday to announce its flagship U.S. operation. Board members of the Violence Prevention Network explained that the choice to launch in Pittsburgh was highly deliberate given the city's relationship to extremist groups, citing the tragedy of Tree of Life Synagogue coupled with budding activity from other groups. The Violence Prevention Network sees an opportunity to spot would-be extremists and de-radicalize them Mm. through a unique intervention program. Now, they say that there's many organizations that work in the field of violent extremism, and they... They talk about extremists, but the Violence Prevention Network says we are talking to extremists, to them. Judy Korn, who is the VPN co-founder and director, uh, detailed a strategy strategy that first took hold in Germany, has had success, and so now Pittsburgh, the first U.S. city to open that success here, uh, hopefully, in western Pennsylvania. Uh, VPN staff members operate telephone and digital hotlines for friends and families of potential extremists Good who can call to receive support and education on the early warning signs. Like, you know, you're yep. a mom, you go to your kid's feed, you see that he's been talking to people and you go, I, I don't know what this is all about. How do I deal with this? Right. Here's an opportunity. Listen, is that is wow. sounds like incredibly important work. Yep. At risk people escalating their behavior. I mean, look at we, we got two more shootings last night. Yep. I mean, it's whatever we can do to spot it before it happens. Turn the heat down. Yeah, we just we have to 
somehow work together to do that. Right. And those shootings may or may not have been, you know, extremists. It, it seems as though no. mostly just, you know, right. people airing grievances to the far extreme and killing but, people. But like we saw in Tree of Life. That was clearly. That was clearly an extremist. Yeah, right. That was hatred, pure and simple. There's no doubt about that. So anyway. Well, uh, good for them. The nonprofit of 120 employees claims it's prevented at least eight would-be terrorist attacks in Europe through its interventions, including extremist Islamic activities that have targeted Christmas villages. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Christmas villages are a huge... You- uh, might oh, know this true. a huge thing in Germany um, because it's it's you know historically such a gigantic portion of their uh, calendar year. But the reason is because they attract huge numbers of people, right? Gigantic people numbers of people, not just Germans, but from people all over Europe, and then tons of Americans go. I'm sure people from Asia go. It's just such a. I would love to do that sometime. But you can imagine it's like looking at the Super Bowl, right. and you think this is this a lot of people would in a tight a, space, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, VPN, Violence Prevention Network well, welcome here. To, welcome to, to Pittsburgh. That's right. That's terrific. Okay, let us take a quick break. Um, Christ Ascension. Ascension yeah. Sunday. So we spend a lot of time talking about the resurrection, right? Yeah. We spend a lot of time, of course, talking about the crucifixion, but not nearly as much time talking about the ascension. Our next guest thinks it's essential to talk about it. In fact, it's the apex of our faith. WORD. Win an all-expense-paid trip for you and your family to attend Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2022 event in Colorado Springs, including round-trip airfare, three-night stay at Great Wolf Lodge, travel expenses, and event admission. Hear from Focus on the Family president Jim Daly, music from Phil Wickham, and a host of inspiring speakers. Don't miss your chance to see this pro-life moment. Enter the Focus on the Family Sea Life Getaway today. Click the Contests tab at wordfm.com. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. I'm listener 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage lender license number 22672. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. 
maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. We celebrate Christmas. Yes. We celebrate Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not celebrate Good Friday, but we observe. Honor it. Honor it. Uh, Easter is huge. Gigantic. The central celebration of our Christian faith. I think that's about it. So what are you saying? That there are other well, things we should celebrate? I, I, until I read this article by our next guest, I didn't realize that ascension, Jesus ascending into heaven, was... I mean, I, I, this sounds terrible saying I didn't realize it was important. Of course I realized it was important, but I guess I never really thought about how important it is, and it made me wonder why it's not something that our church, at least my church, talks about. Yeah, this doesn't seem to, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up, because it doesn't seem like there's like a, a lot of muscle, um, you know, a spiritual understanding, the incredibleness right. of our Lord and Savior ascending into heaven. Like it's what does a, that even like it was mean? a thing. Yeah. Like it happened. For the truth of it is, right? If Jesus was resurrected right. from the dead, what? He just didn't wander around. Right? He said he was leaving. Right. Then he said he's coming back. So what is the ascension? I think a lot of people kind of go, I'm not sure what the ascension's all about. Mm-hmm. Pastor Matthew Burden is with us. He is um a PhD candidate in theology, the author of Who We Were Meant to Be and Wings Over the Wall, pastors a church in eastern Maine. And uh, Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Talk about your church background, Matthew, or the church you currently go to now. Is there Has there been an emphasis on the Ascension? No, not really. So I've been in evangelical churches my whole life. Um, I pastor a Baptist church, and I grew up in Baptist churches, and the gospel message, I think, is the one that's familiar to um, most of us, which is placing the focus on Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead, the empty tomb. And, of course, those two things are essential, um, but it struck me just over the past few years, and it was actually a question that came up when I was being ordained um, that I really didn't know what to do with the Ascension. You know, when, when I'm ordained in my denomination, I have to write this theology paper, and one of the other pastors just happened to bring it up. He said, hey, well, you talk about the crucifixion in here, and you talk about the resurrection, but there's nothing about Jesus' Ascension. Hmm. What, what's the meaning of that to you? What's the meaning of that to us as Christians? And at that point I had to say, well, you know, I really don't know. And so for a few years, I've kind of been trying to scratch that itch and figure out, based on good biblical theology, what exactly does it mean that Jesus ascended into heaven? Yeah, okay, Matthew, that's really interesting, because at that level of intellectual inquiry, spiritual discourse, 
um, that you know you've ascended to. This is not the average person, and of course, there are a lot of people who do what you do. But for people to sort of not think about it, not that they ignore it, but they haven't brought it fully to realization, that says something about the Christian faith, doesn't it? I think it does. And one of the things that always kind of bothered me about this particular issue, or my lack of understanding of it, you know, I tried to put myself back in the disciples' shoes. Jesus died, you know, he pays the penalty for our sins. He rises again in victory over death and the grave. To my mind, from the gospel I've been taught, like, you know, that's that's the story. Jesus has done it. So when you get to the first chapter of Acts, the disciples are asking, Jesus, is now the time where you're just going to finish the whole thing, restore the kingdom to Israel? They're expecting him to, you know, wrap the whole thing up. And I put myself in their shoes and said, you know what, I'm, I'm not sure why that question isn't appropriate. I mean, wouldn't it be great to have Jesus still around? Um, we, could, we could invite him to our churches, we could take him along on mission trips, it would solve a lot of our problems if he was still here. Why did he have to go away? So I started doing some, some reading and some research into that question and, and found some interesting things along the way. Great. Then please share a few of those interesting things. We need to know more about this. We need to honor the day because mm-hmm. it's a mystery to us. Yeah, yeah. So what I found, and it's actually really kind of right out there in the open um, in Scripture, but, but many of us just from the way we've been trained to read the Bible through our evangelical or Baptist lens or whatever we come at it by, um, we kind of miss some of the connections because we didn't grow up in the Jewish temple system, right? We're able to study the Old Testament just like they did, but the one thing we don't have access to is to kind of watch day in and day out the things that they did at the temple in the Old Testament and the way that their theology was played out. And so those connections aren't foremost in our mind. But what I discovered was, when you go back to that, and this is actually what the book of Hebrews talks about a lot, um, is that the way the temple operated, and the way that the Messiah, the Messianic King, and the Great High Priest was kind of expected to fit into these uh, temple connections, is that the Ascension actually plays straight into that. And, and it's exactly what people would have expected the Messiah to do. So this is the reason why, for instance, yeah, when, when the disciples are preaching the gospel uh, after Jesus' ascension, after the day of Pentecost, you know, in their position, I might feel a little awkward and say, well, you know, Jesus did rise from the dead, but he's not here anymore. He had to go to heaven. That's why we can't show him to you. They do the exact opposite. They... they out the ascension as a centerpiece of what Jesus did. And it really has two pieces to it, so I'll just run through these quickly. Okay. The two pieces are uh, that it backs up Jesus' royal identity as the true Messianic King, mm-hmm. and it backs up his priestly identity as the great high priest. So in the royal identity, you can go back to Daniel chapter 7, where you get this prophetic vision by Daniel where he sees one like a son of man approaching the throne of the Ancient of Days. And he's surrounded by clouds. It it mentions the clouds as he enters in, and he's given dominion. He's 
uh, enthroned there in the presence of God Almighty. What's interesting about this is that this is clearly interpreted in Jewish tradition as the enthronement of the Messianic King, but it happens in heaven, right? It doesn't happen on the earth. That's very clear in that passage from Daniel. And so when we get to Jesus' ascension, and Jesus ascends through the clouds into the presence of the Father, we're, you know, standing with the disciples at the ascension, we're kind of seeing the, this, this prophetic vision from below, we're seeing him disappear up into the clouds, and Daniel's vision shows us the view from above. The top Jesus down, kind of, right. Yeah, ascending through the clouds yeah. on the other side, and enthroned there. So if Jesus really is the true Messiah, then he has to ascend, because that's what Daniel shows. Right, so that, can't ha- so that couldn't have happened. Uh, the fulfillment of the prophecy couldn't have happened if he stayed. Right, exactly. If Jesus had just stuck around and said, okay, I died and rose from the dead, now I'm going to be crowned here as the true king from David's line, um, that doesn't fit with what Daniel prophesied. Mm-hmm. So to fulfill the prophecy, you have to ascend. Okay, fabulous. So so there it is. I mean, you put it very succinctly, Pastor. But at the same time, what's wrong with us? Why are we just skipping right by it? Well, I think it's probably just um, kind of the way we've been trained to think about these things. Yeah, you know, we kind of look at our own period of history as this interval between Jesus' first coming and Jesus' second coming. It's like sort of like a waiting period. Now we have things to do, obviously, the proclamation of the gospel. But in light of Jesus' ascension, it actually gives a lot more excitement and meaning to what's happening right now. And this is where the priestly ministry of Jesus comes in. Because, see, for any, any Jew of that day, if you had told them, well, this Jesus, he was the sacrifice of atonement, and when he died on the cross, that was the sacrifice being made. They might say, well, okay, that's all well and good, but that's actually only the first half of the ritual. And see, many of us not having grown up in Israelite temple culture, we don't see that immediately. They would say, you got two parts to the ritual. Yes, the sacrifice needs to be slain. That's what happens on the great altar outside the temple doors. But then you got a second part that also needs to happen. You need a high priest who is qualified to bear the blood of the sacrifice up into the temple mm. and present it in the presence of God and complete the ritual of atonement. And so... Into the Holy of Holies. Through, yeah, this is all through the depictions of the Ascension. Is um, If you were watching on the Day of Atonement when this great sacrifice was done, the priest would take the blood from the sacrifice on the altar... And he would ascend, he would go up that long set of steps into the temple building, he would disappear into this cloud of incense in the first room of the temple. And so this smoke of this incense is described in Leviticus 16. He disappears into this cloud of incense, and he goes straight into the presence of God in the Holy of Holies, and presents the blood there and intercedes for the people. Wow. Okay, let me break in and say, I didn't know that there were steps. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going from the the courtyard of the temple where the people were gathered, 
there's a set of steps that go up into the main temple building. Huh, okay. And so they're watching the high priest ascend and disappear into this cloud, right? And this is exactly what Hebrews talks about for Jesus and his ascension. He, you know, the disciples see him disappear into the cloud, and Hebrews, especially chapters 6 through 10, depicts him going into the heavenly holy of holies, which is the presence of yeah. God the Father. Yeah. and presenting the blood of the sacrifice and completing the ritual and interceding for the people. Right. So, so you get this depiction of the ascension as the fulfillment of this priestly role of Jesus, completing the ritual um, that had started on the cross. You know, it, Jesus did offer himself as the sacrifice there, and that's complete and that's sufficient in itself, but it was always expected to be followed by this next step, which is now what Jesus does. And Hebrews also connects it to his second coming. So it says just like... In the similar um, way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in the vision in Acts, the angels say to them, you'll see him come in the way you saw him leave. Yeah. Well, that's just what happens at the Day of Atonement. They see the high priest descend again out of this... Wow, that is really cool. And that proclaim is... salvation. And so from this depiction... Right now, we are living in this period of Jesus' actually priestly service, where he's finished this ritual, he's interceding for the people, and his second coming isn't just some weird second act that we're waiting for whenever it comes. It's actually sort of the, the end of that process, where the high priest comes again out of the clouds, and proclaims the salvation of the people of God. Well, Matthew Burden is with us. Check out his books, Who We Were Meant to Be and Wings Over the Wall. Um, Matthew, for people who are hearing this and they're like, this is wacky, uh, I don't know what he's talking about, um, I, I think that perhaps that could be happening because we, in large part, tend to devalue the Old Testament, I think, um, and focus on the new, and really, it's just we do that to our detriment. Always. It's just we, it's such an amazing story. Like when you read a book like, yeah. like Lord of the Rings or something, and or, or Harry Potter, and you think I remember getting to the end of Harry Potter and thinking I cannot believe how this is ending up. I can't believe she had this in her mind when she started book one. I mean, it's such an amazing through line. And that's what categorizes great books, right? Is we think, okay, well, the author is telling us a story and the story, what happens in the beginning of the book matters to what happens at the end of the book. You can't just open up Lord of the Rings in the middle and figure out what's happening. You, you, you just can't do that. But we do tend to treat the Bible that way. And so not knowing all that sacramental history in the Old the Testament, preface. we don't get what's happening in Jesus' sacrifice at all. Yeah, I think that's true. And, you know, there's anyone listening to this should not feel like, oh, I've missed a big part of the gospel or anything like that. Like, the, the gospel is very clear in Scripture. What we're doing here is hopefully being able to just add an extra layer of insight and meaning, meaning. to yeah. these actions that Jesus undertook for us so that we can understand them better. Yeah. And, and I think you're right, those, those Old Testament connections, when you see them played out, um, and again, this is really what the book of Hebrews is doing with its argument about mm -hmm. Jesus as the great high priest. Yeah. It's connecting all those threads in God's great epic of what he was doing all through the ages. Right. So I wonder, Pastor, I mean, is this a, you know, 
our shortfallings here. Uh, do other Christian faith traditions, I mean, like, do the Orthodox do it better? Do they have an understanding better? Mm. Or is it, you know, it, it, is it just our shortfalling is whether, you know, the Presbyterians or, or Protestant groups. Ba- Baptists or Methodists, somehow, you know, uh, other faith, Christian faith traditions are stronger in the overview? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I, I think pretty much across the board in the West, um, especially Protestantism, this is just an element that we've kind of lost. And, you know, as I said, it hasn't taken away from our understanding of the gospel, but, but it just, you know, the richness of the beauty of all Jesus has done for us. We've, we've misplaced a little piece of the puzzle at some point. Um, some, some branches of orthodoxy do put more emphasis on, uh, on the ascension, and for some of these reasons. So I think... I think uh, you could find a little bit more emphasis on that um, in in their particular way of doing theology, but part of that also goes back to just the way they've done worship as well, that's held on to a little bit more of kind of the mm-hmm. symbolism mm-hmm. Uh, in in the worship service, and so it's a little bit more similar to maybe what an Israelite growing up in the temple tradition would have understood and and some of those connections might lie a little closer to the surface for them. That's good. But I think this is an area where really we can we can tap into that richness and and learn about it and appreciate the beauty of this great picture that God has painted of the work of Christ. Yeah, okay, so that would be my next question, my last question, you know, sort of like a Paul Harvey thing, the rest of the story. I mean, if people are, you know, so inclined, they hear this thing and they go, wait, I've been missing out, there's more to the banquet here, what should I do? That's a really good question. Well, the first thing I would tell you to do uh, as a good Baptist pastor is get out your Bibles and do some Bible study. Yeah. Um, look at the passages about the Ascension and compare them to some of the passages in Leviticus where um, these rituals are being portrayed. Leviticus 9 shows Aaron doing a ritual like this. And especially go study Hebrews chapter 6 through 10 with mm-hmm. this connection in mind, because I think, I think that's the passage in particular that's really going to come alive for people um, in a way that maybe they haven't seen it before. So, so that would really be my my first application, um, is just to do that, but also to to remember that when we go into church, and this is one of the insights of the early church tradition, when we go into our worship services, there's this sense where we are participating in the worship that goes on around the throne of God, and mm-hmm. Jesus is there as our great high priest. We are a part of what he's doing right now when we worship together. So that's a good, I think, application to take in when we come to worship together. Fabulous. Well, Pastor, thanks an awful lot. We really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, you sort of helped us get on track in some way. It's something we tend to ignore as believers. So your presence here has been very helpful. Well, thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure. Our pleasure. Pastor Matthew Burden, uh, he is the author of two works, Who We Were Meant to Be and Wings Over the Wall, Matthew Burden, he pastors a church in eastern Maine, the Ascension. Take a break. Does this make sense? Is next. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. 
you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799, and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Urban Impact Foundation hosts the 10th Annual Man Up Pittsburgh Conference, June 11th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry, 7.30 to 3 p.m., a day to encourage men in their calling to love God, their wives, their families, and the fatherless in their communities. With Ryan Shazier, Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, Ed Glover, and over 25 powerful speakers to help you maximize your impact in your home, neighborhood, and city. Man Up Pittsburgh, June 11th. Register at manuppittsburgh.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Messages that inspire, give hope, life, and spiritual transformation, and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is John MacArthur of Grace to You. If this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 51. A pleasant day for tomorrow with sunshine and patchy clouds. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies. A jacket may come in handy late with a low of 51. Mostly sunny and beautiful Saturday. A great day to be outside. We'll reach a high Saturday of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. make sense does what make sense billboards what do you mean like a like a physical billboard physical billboard the old-fashioned kind next to the highway does that make sense in our current time of hyper digitalization and connection does that make sense what about the electronic ones those count as well they count oh 100 percent then okay 
And the billboards, you know, they get a bad rap for being unsightly. They mm-hmm. can be. They can mar the beauty. Well, I think they do. I think we can all agree that they do that. I mean, it's debatable. Did they mar the beauty? No, I yeah. think we should just decide. I think they do. I, again, I would say it's debatable. Okay. Sometimes I appreciate a, a good billboard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're funny. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they're informative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's plenty of room for them. I don't want to see one like, you know, destroying the vista. Like, I don't want to see one on top of Mount Washington with, you know, the, the jewelry lady's uh, sculpture. Right. Dr. Quinn Medicine one. I don't want one up there on top of Mount Washington. None of us, yeah. But yeah, there's a place for a billboard. Okay. You're saying it doesn't make sense to you? I say I'm it makes saying, sense. I'm saying it does make sense. Oh, oh, and all of a sudden you're pro. I'm, what do you mean all of a sudden? Oh, I, I thought, mean, I was pro when this started. Oh, I, it's not I thought, like I all of a sudden changed sides. Oh, okay. You're pro billboard. I just, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm pro billboard, but I think they're very effective still. About, I mean, people say, yeah. well, I do all my advertising online or I only reach out to people by email. I'm telling you the physical billboard, I think still makes a difference to yeah. people. I, I, I just think it sticks in the mind. Sure it does. Because when you're online, when you're on your email, you know, it's one image no. after another that washes over you. I mean, how that many of those is your brain me. even able to take in? None. But a billboard, you're at a stoplight, you're looking at one, maybe sure. two, three, but that's that's what you're looking at. Do you ever buy anything off a billboard? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought things off billboards. Okay. But so, I've certainly been aware of things off of billboards. Of course. All right, does this make sense? The pencil mustache. Oh, it's weird. I mean, you know, you see like, uh, remember William Powell from The Thin Man? Or, you know, um, modern day uh, Brad Pitt. Have you seen Brad Pitt with a pencil yes. mustache? Yes, he looks ridiculous. No, they don't look ridiculous. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yes, no, no. There's come some, on. There's something that's well manicured. It's, I would say. It's, th- you know what? I think it looks good. I'm pro pencil mustache. Like, who doesn't want to look like David Niven? Vincent Price. A lot of people You're don't want to look like David Niven and Vincent Price. It's sophisticated. Yeah, I don't think it is. As you opposed know what to like is? what? First of all, did you ask me? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Does it make sense? No. Oh. But you know why? Because it's a little too precious. Like no. you're trying way hard. No, no, no. Oh, you're trying super hard. It's just quaff. You're trying. You know, you're trying. Too Next hard. time I'm growing one, I'm growing a pencil. Because <laughs> no, you've seen them with I them. don't want to see that. I'm I don't want to see that. Makes sense. 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. God wants us to come to Him in prayer. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us do just that. We'll learn some important lessons from the book of Nehemiah about integrity and devotion to our God. Tune in this week for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. A New Beginning with Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 1030 on WORD. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. 
Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bed on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Join the Pirates on Saturday, June 4th for Faith Night, presented by He Gets Us. Gather your youth groups, church, friends, and family to watch the Pirates take on the Arizona Diamondbacks at 4.05 p.m. Then stay after the game to hear from Pirates players and coaches as they share how faith has impacted their lives and careers. Plus, receive a special message and short performance from Pittsburgh's own singer-songwriter Chris Jameson. To get your tickets for Faith Night, visit Pirates.com slash faith. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. People's lives rarely are in a straight line. We zigzag back and forth and start out one way, you know, with dreams and aspirations as kids, and then life happens and you find yourself sort of doing curly cues. And then sometimes, you know, God blesses you and you come back to where you were again. You go, oh, this has been an interesting journey. Kevin Trout's with us. Kevin is the advisory board chair of Vistage Worldwide. We see Kevin walking around the studio here at the station here at Word FM, and I'm thinking, who is that guy? And so we invited him on the air to find out. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate the invitation. Our pleasure. It's great to meet you both, by Mm, the way. Thank you. Great to see you in person. (laughs) Okay, Kev, so... uh, Tell us about the the work that you do, Advisory Board Chair of Vistage Worldwide. You do a radio show that airs here on Word FM. Mm -hmm. Tell us that first. Uh, About the radio show? Yeah. So Mike Howard invited me to come in and do a radio show with him, co-hosted Three Rivers Leadership, and uh, had a great time when we hit it off. And about four or five episodes in, he said, hey, I'm too busy to do this. I'm going to get – this will be your show. I'm like, oh, you didn't tell me that when I agreed to this. But that's – it's been a great ride, and we've been doing it over a year now. Fabulous. Um, And I've been able to bring in a lot of business CEOs, business owners, key executives, because Vistage is all about CEOs and coaching. And these are Vistage members for the most part. We have almost 400 of them here in Pittsburgh. Is that right? So I have a very – Long list of uh, people to interview coming up here in the next couple of years. Excellent. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So y- your career, though, this was this is the late stage of your career. Talk about the early stage of your career and, you know, the, the, the heart of what you were. Wow. Um, yeah, this is my twilight career for sure. I uh, got into medical equipment sales right after uh, college. I went to IUP and I worked for three different medical equipment manufacturers and worked my way up from uh, – Medical technician, the sales, sales management, VP of sales, 
and uh, worked for three different companies in the first half of my career. Um, I didn't want to relocate, so I decided to start my own company mm. and stay, just so I could stay in Pittsburgh. So 1996, I started Grandview Medical Resources and lined up a number of manufacturers that wanted us to distribute for them, and we had a great ride. It built it up to over $14 million in sales. and. Fabulous. 60 employees. I had three offices and 90% of the hospitals in our geography were doing business with me. Excellent. And uh, it was a great ride. And then I sold it at the beginning of 2011 to one of the manufacturers that we represented. We were their fastest growing and number one distributor in the whole country. Wow. So they rolled us up and I had to stay on for another five years. You know, to babysit, make sure yeah, you're okay. Yeah. I had an employment agreement for five years, which was a long time. So at the end of the five years, which was beginning of 2016, I got I got paroled from my employment mm-hmm. agreement, and uh, and then I, I I'd been a Vistage member uh, most of the years that I had my company, and it was one of the best decisions that I made as a business owner was yeah. to connect with Vistage, and so once I finally retired, Vistage said, "Hey, we need more Vistage chairs. We're group facilitators. There's more people who want to join Vistage, and we'd love to have you." And I said, "This is perfect. I get to give back to the community that gave so much to me." Fabulous. And so that's what I do now. Um, I I have about 48 Vistage members out of the 400 we have. I run uh, four different Vistage groups, and then I bring these people in for interviews on my radio show. Nice, because I like to I like to spotlight them and put them out there so people know who they are as Excellent. a person and and what their leadership skills are like. Okay, so then Vistage at its core is what? What are you doing? It's a peer advisory forum. It's the world's largest CEO coaching and peer advisory organization in the world. We have twenty seven thousand members in twenty five wow. countries. It's been around since nineteen sixty seven, and here in Pittsburgh we have nineteen different Vistage groups. They're all small groups made up of about 15 members. Um, We have groups for very large companies. We have groups for small business owners. We have groups for the COO or the VP. Um, And and so with those groups, we meet once a month. We process issues. We bring in speakers, educational component for leadership training and development. So I think when you look at what we do, I would simplify it by saying we take – people's leadership skills no matter where they are and we take them into the stratosphere because mm. leadership skills can be developed and and there's a big difference between management and leadership right mm, that's for sure right yeah. we've all suffered with that <laughs> well one of my favorite questions to my guests on my radio show is have you ever worked for a micromanager in your past life and they and they all they all want to just like throw up like <laughs> mm-hmm. or an absent manager which is the other extreme exactly exactly and and True leadership is a skill that can be developed, and I think if people – I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not and, the first time. And uh, if, if if you take the time to, to really progress in your career and your leadership skills, the sky's the limit. Most of the Vistage members that join Vistage do so because they know they don't know everything there is to know. Yeah. They're hungry, humble, and smart. They want to learn from others, share best practices – and they want to grow their businesses faster and easier with less stress, less risk, and a better work-life harmony. And I think that's what we deliver. Interesting. So leaders can be made. Yes. A lot of people say, that sounds good, but, but that's I'm not, not the leader. I don't have that stuff. That's not the moxie. That's not the skill set who I am. I mean, that sounds good for everybody else, but I don't have it. I think it's learnable, but then the next thing is, are you going to apply what you learn? And that's where I think mm-hmm. people fall down. They may not want to apply it. They may not want to learn. You can't, you, know, you can't help somebody who's not willing to help themselves. Yeah. Right. But if they're open to it, 
they can learn it. And if they apply it in a way that's authentic to themselves, it works. Authentic to themselves. Yeah. That's the key, isn't it? Right? I think so. Because the scaffolding's in place, but you just have to embrace it and make it an active thing. Yes. I think yeah. there's another extreme that I'd like to hear your comments on are people who think that they're already good leaders. <laughs> now, nobody's asking the people who work for they're, them. Those born leaders. But they're, they feel like, oh, well, I got this. Yeah. So I, I, I do believe that there's a, there are people who are just they're really, really good at, in leadership. Um, there are people who can learn to be leaders. Um, and then there's some people that they're, they're closed-minded. If you've ever mm-hmm. read the book, uh, The Growth Mindset by uh, Carol Dweck, she talks about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And fixed mindset says, I already know everything I need to know. I can't learn anything more. And growth mindset is I'm open to learning because Keep going. I, can conti- I can continue, right? And, and it's interesting because not, Vistage is not for everyone. I, I've talked to a couple of people that I'm really kind of surprised at how they view the world. Uh, they tell me, oh, I don't need a peer advisory group. Uh, my leadership team does everything I tell them to do. I haven't made a bad decision yet. So why would I need it? Like, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're not going to grow. You're not open-minded, and that's not what we're here for. We're here to to help the ones that want to grow. And I don't buy that you haven't made a bad decision yet either. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny because I said, you don't need us, and and he he thought I was going to pitch him, and he goes, well, wait a minute, maybe somewhere down the road. I go, nope, you are never going to need us. (laughs) (laughs) You're a unicorn. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know. I wish you the best. That's all I could do. Excellent. Okay, so people are listening, and they think, well, uh, let me lean into that a little bit. I, I would like to learn. I would like to grow. Um, what's the contact? How, how do they get on the path? They can go right to our website, um, vistage.com, and there's a lot of information there, and they can submit their information. It'll go to Vistage and headquarters in San Diego, and we have people there that will take the incoming information. They'll get back with them. And they'll connect them with the local Vistage chair. There's six Vistage chairs here in Pittsburgh, yeah. um, but there's a thousand of us worldwide. Okay. So they'll connect us with the right people. And it runs the gamut. I mean, you're saying CEOs to people who are just starting out and every plus in between. Yeah. We, we, yes. We don't necessarily work with startups. But when they are ready to go from startup to scale up, that's where we really can kick in and help them take them take them to the next level. So yeah. Okay, great. And how can people listen to the show? Where do they find it, and when is it on? Um, it airs every Wednesday at two thirty on one hundred one point five, and you can find all the past episodes on threeriversleadership.com. dot com. And we've threeriversleadership.com. Yeah, we have about 60 episodes already. Terrific. So, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, Thank well, you. congratulations. Thank I mean, anybody who can recreate themselves, yep. that's a really interesting skill set. Not a lot of people can do that, right? You get stuck in your ways. Yeah. I, I'm passionate about real leadership. I'm passionate about coaching and mentoring other business owners and business leaders coming up behind me. I'm in my 60s. Right? I, I, have a, I had a great ride. I had a great experience. I learned so much about leadership, and I realized there's a real need for leadership training and a little, real need for leadership development. Everybody needs leadership development. Mm-hmm. In one form or another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sure. Even parents. Yeah. Right? Yep. Think about it. Everybody can benefit from that. Yeah. yeah. So you're looking for hungry people. Hungry, humble, and smart. That's how we do. I love it. It's the best way to be. Best way to be. It's Kevin Trout. Kevin, thanks for being here today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Kevin Trout, Advisory Board Chair of Vistage Worldwide, easily found on the web. Absolutely.
This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bowe, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. And a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Junk sleep got you down. The sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $500 off during the best Memorial Day sale ever. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Rest assured, romantics, all the weddings canceled over the last couple of pandemic years have found a happy home. And that happy home is 2022. Roughly 2.5 million weddings are expected to happen this year, the most weddings since 1984. Wow. According to Wedding Report, which is a trade group that gathered its data through a survey of vendors and customers, a majority of the planned 22 celebrations are rescheduled events from the last two years. The rest are likely to be dominated by couples who became engaged during the pandemic. And the good news? There is no better business to be in right now. The wedding business. If you are a wedding planner, a photographer, you know, music, whatever your gig is, you're killing it right now. That's really good news. It is great news. I'm really encouraged by how many people still want to get married. Yes. I think it's wonderful. Because 
there was a downturn. People were like, I'm not getting married. Sure, of course. Let's just live together. Let's just do this. I have a ton of friends from college who didn't get married. Uh, really? Uh, just decided Never, to ever. live with their spouse or, you know, whatever. Hmm. Or live with their spouse. No, that's not what I mean. Live with their significant other right. and not have a spouse. And, of course, there is a huge difference. There is a big difference. Of course there is. is a big difference. Yeah. And I just... Anyway, for people of faith who are part of churches, I can see why marriage would be a thing. But it's, you know, gratifying that people just see that it's... It's a really great mm-hmm. thing for two people to do. I wonder if the supply chain has somehow marred weddings. Well, of course. Well, supply chains marred everything. Why would it not have marred weddings? Like what? Would there be like a shortage of wedding gowns? I have no idea. Right? Maybe. I, mean, I, I don't I, know. I, you're going to a wedding on Saturday. Aren't yes. You? Sophia and Nick are getting married on Saturday. Uh-huh. And we're oh, very excited about that. Coming on the cookie? Yeah. Oh, come on now. Why not? Give that so up. So I, I made these cookies for Sophia and Nick's wedding. Yeah. My my dear, like, kind of adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. She, she's not really adopted because she has two very loving parents yeah. who are also good friends of mine. But she spent a lot of time at my house when she was growing up. Yeah. She's getting married on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, the cookie table is of great importance to all of us, let's mm-hmm. be honest. And so um, it was requested that I make cookies for it. But I didn't have a kitchen for the last four months, maybe a little longer now. And... Um, mm. This was the first thing I made in my new kitchen, and that's just a good – mochaccinos is what we're eating. It's just a delicious cookie. It's very soft. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I like the deep espresso. Super, yeah. super chocolatey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of espresso powder in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll be staying up tonight. Yeah. You take a, you, you um, dissolve the espresso powder in melted chocolate. Mm. So it's just – it's all in there, John. I wish cookies were fat-free. I know. Right? Since they're I'm, so good, aren't they? Since I made these, I can verify that they aren't. No. Mm-mm. I mean, and I, I always love people who have, like, self-control. I'll just have two. That's never... what. I mean, once you start to have a cookie... Right. What do, you're just going down a path. And then you go through... You go through stages. I'll just have a couple. Right. And then you've got, like, nine into it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, you're talking... What about the Girl Scout Thin Mint, oh, for example? The Frozen. Frozen always. And you just have to go into that knowing you're eating the sleeve. The whole sleeve. You're just eating the sleeve. Now, that's where milk comes in handy. Yep. Because milk's the lubricant, isn't that's, it? It's so, right. it's a delicious combination. But see, I never go into it like with, I, I always sort of go in like with the Empty Promise. Well, of course, I always go into it with the Empty Promise too. But I'm saying the smarter thing to do would just to be accept that Surrender. you're eating the sleeve. Mm-hmm. We're just, and the sleeve is surprise is disappointingly small. How many how many thin mints do you think are in the sleeve? Twenty? Not 10. No, 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 not more than ten. Twenty? I think I think it's twenty. Okay, maybe twenty. But it's short. Would you? Yeah. Would you look that up, Christy? Thank you. It uh, it's short. No, it's not that. It short. is short. No, it's short. Is it a? F- no, it, it's not that long. I'm it, telling you, it's you not think, that long. Is it eight? Yes, it's more like that. Eight inches. Yeah. Well, here's the the problem is you know if, if you do that because I don't do that I. I'm going to do good, and then all of a sudden I've got nine under my belt, mm-hmm. and then you just surrender. But like the psychological, like the pain of it. Yes, you like the, the self-loathing, and then you mm-hmm. can't stop. And then like right. my, your and then, mouth. Then how about the next day when you look back and you say, "Look at all I ate yesterday." Yeah. Or have you ever done this? Like somehow, like you like leave the litter, or like 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 it say it falls off the the. The but table. The, oh, yes. And they're the, like the next crumbs. morning, you oh, wake up and you go, it's sort of like finding like a, a, a murder scene. A crack pipe or something. Right, exactly. Right. How cracked. <laughs> in the day, 
like, I'm it. so disappointed in myself. Exactly. There's 14. 14. That's not very many. 14 no, really is isn't. small. Less so than then, 30 in the whole pack. So then do you re-up and do the second no, sleeve? No, you can't do the second sleeve. That's for the next night. Yeah, you cannot do that. You have to stop yourself with the, with sleeve one. You have to. Uh, maybe. I'm just saying. No, you, I, you, you can't go that far. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.